Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's a new year, same us. Welcome back to I'm Gonna Let You Finish. It's episode 77. 77. A, 77. A show where we promise not to confuse Jason Derulo with anyone because we wouldn't even have noticed <laughs> that he was there. <laughs> Happy New Year, kids. <laughs> you know, the internet can be a really fucking stupid thing, but uh-huh. when you get headlines like... Jason Derulo punches someone for somebody claiming he was ushered. It's like there's so many things going on in that headline, and all of them are wrong. It's just like, yeah, <laughs> that's our next versus Jason Derulo versus Usher. <laughs> Except Usher, Usher would he'd be like, no, sweet, you're gonna have to get me somebody a little more elevated than that, Eddie. Really? <laughs> Having a hit in Malta doesn't right. count as. You know, a and hit. I'm looking at Jason Derulo like, I mean, when Who people, I'm right, one, it's okay, I get it. People want to call you another name that's fucked up and stupid, but there's worse things you could be called other than Usher. Usher. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Um, how you doing? How was your, uh, I'm good. You know, saw the family for the first time in a couple of years because of the pandemic. Maybe, you know, the family, I love my family. So the time apart was crazy, but filled up seeing them. So I feel good, you know, came back to, a hellstorm in New York. It's like a germ bomb went off. It wasn't that Richmond, you know, like this, I guess it's kind of creeping down in parts of Virginia and toward Richmond now, but I got back to New York and everyone here was sick. It was just kind of nuts. Well, so but I've Richmond, been in, I've been then in again, the house. you came back in time because you'd be stranded on I-95. I mean, <laughs> that part. <laughs> I mean, they can only have so much at one time. You can't have an apocalyptic blizzard Fred's and sister an apocalyptic just, disease. Fred's sister just got on. She just got home, I believe, either sometime very late last night, but she got on the train the day before that at noon. So wow. she was stuck for like over a day on an Amtrak train in a snowstorm. Yuck. Yeah, horrible. Yuck. Um, my holiday was like whatever. Mm-hmm. Sadly, um, I wasn't able to go to the wife's house, uh, mm-hmm. which I usually do for New Year's, where we basically just see if we can stay up long enough. <laughs> and we don't, and we don't even care anymore. That's the best part. We just mm-hmm. don't fuck it. It's not mm-hmm. like it's not like anything's gonna happen. Right. And it's not like tomorrow's gonna be any better. Mm-hmm. It's not like we wake up and like, oh, by the way, here's your publisher's clearinghouse. Right. <laughs> right. Um, Nothing's I know happen. I was home too. I didn't even have the TV on. So all of no, the stuff that happened on the TV, but I didn't even know. Sadly, what sadly, yeah. there was a COVID-related um, containment. So you know, better safe than sorry, blah, blah, blah. Right. It's fine. 
I, you know, today was the first time I actually wrote 2022. I had to write something out. I'm like, right. All right. All oh, right. Nice. It it's is. Easy. Yeah. It's yeah. Easy yeah. To remember. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's just start off uh, like we always like to do with a depressing note, <laughs> just completely. Mm-hmm. Now, but all joking aside, uh, we lost um, we lost several important entertainment figures over the last couple of days. Uh, to, uh, we just recently lost Jesse from um, the great R&B hip hop group from Staten Island, Force MDs. I mean, pioneering group, young man passed away. Um, a lot of my friends are posting about it because he had connections to New York City. So rest in peace to him, Force MDs, an essential. Check them out. Their stuff is available on Tommy Boy and on Spotify. They're wonderful. Max Julian. Um who was a an accomplished really accomplished stage and television and movie actor but who is best known by a very unfortunate terminology but one that's used because called black exploitation he was the mac not mark morrison mark morrison was not the mac he was the mac great actor died at 88 um yeah, I mean, not a household name in a lot of household names, but a household name in a lot of households, you know. Um, right. And, in and a, a lot of other movies and yeah. music videos, like the yeah, Mac. No, it, the image of, of the guys. Mac was like a seminal image that just. Oh yeah, and he. Yeah. You were saying that he I mean, he directed or produced Cleopatra Jones. Yeah, he was a producer on the Cleopatra yeah. Jones movies. Yeah, so smart in front of and behind the camera, and then of course, I guess the the real uh, sad, but yeah. We are so lucky to have had her for 99 years. Betty White passed away. I mean, you know, if I even have to explain who Betty White is, then <laughs> we don't want to know you. Um, just yes. everything. She is television. She is television. To me, I just can always go back and watch her playing on the Carol Burnett's show. Eunice's sister, Ellen, the one who married the right guy and had money and that the mother was always proud of. And it just drove Eunice crazy. Just Comic gold. Yeah, no, comic, comic gold. gold. Sue and Nibbin, great characters. Mm. Um, the Rose. Uh, Rose, <laughs> all of them. Just um, and um she was the oldest person to host, remains the oldest person to host SNL. And if you want to have a and they have been replaying it, but uh Jay-Z dedicates forever young. He was the artist to yep. the most incredible mm. Betty White. So tip of the hat to the most incredible Betty White and um, yeah, nobody didn't like Betty White you know, mm-hmm. uh, it was great alright, so it's, speaking of television Insecure, which you and I are huge fans of mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. wrapped up uh, season finale last week and um, great documentary on HBO as well about uh, the show itself and I have to say, um, I loved the show, I loved everything about it I thought it showed Uh, It was a love letter to women, to black women, to black relationships, to black, um, just to just to friendship, everything. I mean, these shows, as they always say, the real love story is the love story between um, Molly and Issa. I mean, that was the love story. Absolutely. But um, spoiler alert, she does end up back with Lawrence. But I was really happy that. But I was. I was happy that Molly found that that it was written that Molly um, 
because you know because we watched her through the whole series you know just be her almost her own worst enemy in a way when it came to men and the men that she chose and how she was in a relationship but then when she found the way it was written with Tori and the character who hated her right you know and that was the one that she could finally be her true authentic self with I kind of I'm a romantic in that way that I like that well, yeah. uh, newsflash, uh, most men who, who hate the women that they work with and find them overbearing usually don't turn around and love them, but it's television. <laughs> but And he I, changed. He no, was a real dick well, in the beginning. But well, let me just say this. I, I have had friends who are couples, both straight and gay, who started out not liking each other, like in situations where they did right. not like each other. And just time and life shit happens and people come around to each other and you see somebody differently. You know? Yeah. I just thought I was very happy. You know, I had no dog in the show. Um, I happened to, I, I like Nathan. I'm weird like that, but I understood mm-hmm. why the, if the story is about the love affair between Molly and Issa and mm-hmm. the soulmate, then it has to end up with a soulmate, but it was a great right. show. Yeah. I think, I think history will show um, how influential it's going to be very interesting to see what happens now. Issa Rae's uh, going to be working. I just read on uh an adaptation of an Octavia Butler uh, book. Yeah, listen, she's got a, a big she's deal. She's a smart yeah, woman. She's a very smart woman. Very, very smart. And she put a lot of Black people's work behind the scenes mm-hmm. in the jobs that we don't see, the really important jobs in the writer's room, you know, behind the camera. The you drivers. Know, the showrunners. Just yeah. really important jobs in the industry that, you know, the ones that really people can grow and have true careers that don't get the opportunity to have experience sometimes to get in to bigger jobs in the hundred million dollar movies and all right, those things. Right. So yeah, putting people in those kind of positions is really good. Yeah. Get that IATSE card and that team you know, card. That'll do you a lot more good at the end than good. fame. But I really recommend along with, you know, catching up if you haven't watched it or, or watching the finale, I'm sure most people have watched it. I really recommend the documentary. Uh, one yes. of our fans of the show, um, wrote about the doc and it's worth it's an hour and it just gives a really interesting insight as right. to the importance of the show and yes. and it's great so i'm very i'm happy with it i'm going to miss it on yeah it was, sunday night. yeah it was, it was a good sunday it's a good sunday night watch i was literally at my mom's house on the couch in front of the fireplace just watching it being like this is great can i can i just say what else happened over the holidays Evidently, Adele tickets went on sale and sold out. People sold their kidneys for these tickets. Oh, and I could use a kidney. Maybe and let me just <laughs> and let me just say this that I find really kind of nuts. I think people should charge whatever they want for concerts. But when I saw that the balcony seats started at six hundred dollars, it's like I'm, oh Miss no. Thing. Oh yes. Oh, oh no. yes. I mean, I'm like, that's insane. Ba- that's I, insanity. Ba- I'm like. No, 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 no. And now they're all the ones that are on the resale market. I've seen tickets on the resale market for $59,000. People are idiots. $40,000. I'm like, that's ridiculous. They're idiots. I can't, you know what I mean? You can't control stupidity. You're an idiot. I love Adele, but no. No, I don't love it. I don't love anybody. $49,000. No, 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 not at all. No, there's nobody I would. Well, I mean, you know what? Whatever. Yeah. Let them, whatever. At least you don't have to worry about her lip syncing during the yeah. shows. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, you wanted to talk. I, I, I'm in, I can't believe you're still watching it just like that. 
Well, I told you I was going to hate watch this movie. I think it's the only way, way to watch it. Oh, no, I told you I'm going to hate watch it because it has everything non binary, <laughs> could be trans storyline. We can't tell. It's one or the other. Oh, we have with Rose we, and Rock. Yeah, we have, yeah. we have awkwardness around black people, awkwardness <laughs> about awkwardness around, um, South Asian people. Yes. Now there's maybe Miranda discovering she might be a lesbian because she's not happy. And this this show has everything. And it's alcoholism. All a, it's alcoholism. all a fucking mess. Well, you haven't been watching. So this week. No, I did watch well, it. Did you I watch did last week? See, yeah. that's what I'm saying. So to me, I'm like, okay, y'all have ticked every fucking box you can find. <laughs> Literally. And then the weird passive-aggressive Samantha shit that keeps coming through is all yeah, that like, is, that really... Yeah, that is a little weird. It's like, I'm she's like, just not that into you. Stop mentioning her. Look, I, I am hate-watching it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I The things that were ridiculous about the show in the first place are continuing to be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry. These women go out to concerts and they're wearing come on they don't have jeans nobody has a pair of jeans <laughs> this is fucking new york city even celebrity come on debutante that's one of the things we love about new york it's like come on nobody has a pair of chucks she was going out to get coffee and she had i'm like come on yeah who like, dresses like that to go to the i was bodega. like everybody listen no so it's ridiculous <laughs> like that there is obviously ridiculous carrie is just being very very cunty this this time mm-hmm. i don't mm-hmm. I mean, the thing to me, the whole the whole thing about as as a mother of a son who used to live in his house. Let me tell you something. That shit would this. These are minors having sex as someone who was a son. Everybody, people would sneak fuck in the house. Nobody right. was blowing backs out in the house. Nobody was ordering nobody, lube on their no mother's one Amazon their mother account. to hear their yeah. bed no. ramming against the wall. That's the. No, no, it's one. ridiculous. So that's no something ridiculous. <laughs> I, I, I find there's a lot of things. I mean, the whole idea, and, and she's a great actress, she's doing a great job, but the whole uh Che character is just ridiculous. She is some she is uh Carrie's boss, and she's sleeping with her best friend in her house. This is just and she's this is all just ridiculous. Okay, and this is the one thing that we can know. I don't wear high heels for many reasons. First mm-hmm. off, I'm just terrible at walking, and second, mm-hmm. I had the height. I need hip surgery because of a congenital defect. No, bitch, you're walking around New York City in five inch heels. <laughs> That's why you need knee surgery. Give me a fucking. Oh, and then. Oh, but no. her dress was fabulous at the end of that last episode. No, That's yeah. what I will say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Miss Sony yeah. number was hot. I'm like, ooh, okay. This is yeah, this where no, the queen comes out. Like, yeah, it, hot, yeah hot, the hot. only way to, to watch it is hate watch it. You just sort of watch it and then you're like, this is ridiculous. It's, been, it's so cringy. I just it's cringe. Very cringe. All of the scenes with Charlotte just make me cringe. Well, I just that's cringe. there's been no character development with her at all because it's like <laughs> it's, like, no. it's like you're still trying like all of these years later and you're still some thirsty upper east side lady. It's very weird. It's very, 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 very weird. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't yeah. Ugh. All right. Um, thinking of things we don't care about, Golden Globes are on this Sunday. All right, okay. next. so <laughs> Nas dropped a surprise album, and you are the Nas queen on here. So right let's now, talk I about am it. like I am, I am, I am Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Uh, Major Luck right here. Yeah, no. So I. That's love- my song. Can I just tell you? No, I, that's a great fucking. I song. went to see him in concert. He played with Mary J. Blige, and I was invited to that tour. Oh to, yeah, to that, that tour. Yeah, he was. Fun. He did everything, and I. And you know, I am not the hip hop person, really. It's not my shit. 
I sang, I rapped, I danced so fucking hard at that Nas show. Because like one, I was at Columbia for a bunch of his albums. Right. But then I forgot just how many hits there were. Right. It was like hit after hit after hit after hit. And just his lyrics, and he sounded great. Because remember in the beginning, people used to always rag that he couldn't perform early on in his career. That's what I always heard, that he wasn't a good life But he's he's really gotten much, much better. And just... I'm saying it's funny you say hit after hit because what I think is interesting about this record, and I was talking Mm -hmm. to my son about it in that our our mother son bonding session. Mm -hmm. Um, He's not when you think of Nas, you think of albums, right? Yeah, Yeah. and and you do. He has had you know major look and got yourself a gun and New York State of Mind, but he's not like the radio banger. You don't hear him coming out of the car kind of guy, right? And even though he's worked with some of the best, you know, he's worked with some of the best. This and they're not necessarily hits on this record, but production wise, it is just so good. And he's been working with Hit Boy, no pun intended, on the last record, King's Disease, two albums in one year. You mm-hmm. know, that's pretty freaking impressive. And this just feels like, well, there are references in it that are very current. There's a mention of Jackal and the death of Jackal and Avon. So this right. was clearly done Real. and put out, yeah. you know, Listen. and it just feels yeah. really urgent. It feels really topical. Um, we always talk about how we love a short record. We like Mm -hmm. a record with one producer. When you're that good a lyricist, I love a one producer. You know, a one producer album to me gives a consistency. It's consistent. It's it's, yeah. It's just tell the story and without getting and you don't get all. It's like it's one producer, so you can enjoy the cohesiveness. Yeah, because sonically, it it just comes together better. You're not jumping around. And and when I say hits, because to me, he did have a lot of. I just think about all of the Nas videos I worked. I was in video promotion of black music, and then video promotion at, at Columbia, and just all of those videos were huge. They were number one videos oh, yeah. across. Just hit after hit. people loved him, and then I I used to service a lot of the clubs and the local shows too. And he was just a new Nas video was a big deal, and He's, those songs are so they still sound great, you know. Yeah, no, they do, and I and I just like I said, I love to see. Um, that he's still going at it, you know, past what's supposed to be an expiration date. It's hit boy. Um, uh, only minimal guest stars and one track is uh guru. I'm not sorry. Oh, guru. That's horrible. Uh, ASAP Rocky. Uh, well, premiere and ASAP yeah. Rocky. And I live and die for premiere. So the album's called magic nine tracks, no song over three and a half minutes. It's great. And it's really good just to have this. I mean, is any is it going to blow up on the streets? No, it's not. But who cares? Hip hop is not just for the 14 year olds. It's absolutely. You know what I mean? It's like and they, and they we have can pl- listen it, to yeah, it, too. Absolutely. And the people and this is this is why I love that folks like him are still making albums and yep. not not trying to pander to what that trend is on the street. He's being Nas, right? And he's doing what he does best. He's putting out the music that he wants to put out, saying what he has to say, and still is treated importantly. And it's respected in hip hop. And that's really important. I think think there's places for the young guys. I love it. And I love that they have their sound. I like some of it. Some of it I don't. I think Snoop said it best when he was like, my issue is a lot of them sound like each other. And being like with Nas, you hear him, you know it's, it's Nas. Him. You hear oh, Daylight, you know it's him. Fuck, you hear LL, you know it's him. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It doesn't, it's not like which, I don't have to Shazam to figure out which Lil or whatever this is, you know? Well, that's the difference between 
trying to make an album as opposed to trying to make a bunch of singles. Right. And I think if you're trying to make a bunch of singles and that's a whole nother, that's the Spotify ization. Yeah, absolutely. Apple the, music. If you're trying to make a bunch of bangers and it doesn't matter. But there's hope, right? Cause it's like Vince Staples that I talk about all the time. Yeah, See, I, I really like, like him too. and yeah. I like that he makes focused projects. And I think his last album was his most focused yet. You know totally. what I mean? One so, producer. Yeah. One producer. And, and, and it makes, it really makes a difference and lyrics fucking matter. And I like that. A lot of stuff is really sexual. And you know me, I'm not a prude. I don't care about that. But I'm like, if everybody is talking about that, we need some of y'all are actually saying some real shit. Yeah, well, you, know? you can talk about sex without it being like, suck my dick over and right. over again. You know, um, no, you ex- so it's a, yeah, it's a yeah, great record. Yeah. It's called Magic. Um, it's on mass, his mass appeal slash um, whoever he's distributed by the, but I like it. It was very happy. It made me happy. I always, I think I've told you this, I, you know, as an old white girl, mm. Uh, I always am like, oh, am I really qualified to be culturally, you know, and I put this record on and I was like bopping around the house. I was a happy, happy girl. You sorting my sorting my sock drawer and dancing. I, like hip hop is all it's it's everybody. It's it's a it's a feeling. It's where you're from. It's, it's a community. And yeah. the one thing you can absolutely say is you've been writing about it, reviewing it and being in that community for a really long time. So, yes, you absolutely can put that shit on and, <laughs> yeah. and know the references to all of it and the catalog yeah. and this one and the producer, well, you know, and the writer. It's, it's a really, really. So I highly, highly recommend it. What have you been listening to? Over, oh, let's yeah. talk about the Janet documentary. I'm okay. so sorry. No, well, I know well, that, that, no, I we, know can, that we can, we can talk about it all. You know what? Listen, I know you can I, mark no, your calendar for let that. Let me just tell you something. <laughs> we can talk about it more in depth once it first airs, but everybody knows, everybody in my life knows that I'm a Madonna. I'm Madonna has been my number one girl since Madonna came out. But it's a weird thing because Janet Jackson is also my number one girl. And so is Grace Jones. Like I love them all for very different reasons. Janet Jackson is an icon who they have tried to pull down, who is always because of her fans risen from the ashes. And I cannot wait for her to finally tell her own story because I, I do think it's interesting when sometimes when other people try to tell your story, but you know, that's, that's really subjective. She's going to tell it herself. You know that she's really private and Janet's not a liar, right? So what she's going to tell we know Janet's going to tell us the truth right. and I'm ready to hear it. I'm ready to hear. It. I'm glad it's interesting to think now that you see that she'd heard all of those rumors, like that she supposedly had the hidden baby and all of that. Baby. So yeah. I want to hear about it all. Like who the first. Produced, marriage- do you know who directed it? Is it a director oh, of note or I believe uh, it is. Hold on. I'll look it up. I believe but I think it it's going to be yeah. interesting too. I think it's, you know, she, again, she's not, she's someone, she has that wonderful balance between people being curious about her, but she's not oversaturated. Right. And so there's always someone we, we, we have never known everything about her, even though she has been in our consciousness forever right. since she was five years old, basically. Um, so I think it's gonna. I think I think it'll be good. I definitely will. Will definitely catch it. And it's sort of a bookend to the Times documentary, New York Times documentary, which she did not participate in, but and which, disowned it. It was very like yeah, yeah. But you know what? I think she came off pretty. I think she, it was very sympathetic to her that documentary in a lot yeah. of ways. I mean, I don't think it was we insulting, right. but it wasn't her. Um, it wasn't her decision to do it. Um, did, did you find who directed I find it? I all or, of this shit on here. I can't find You know what? We'll talk about it. It's yeah, airing yeah, yeah, yeah. January 28th on yep. Lifetime. Yep. So we can talk it's about it. It's a two-parter. It. 
And I'm excited for it. Oh, good. That's yeah, me too. I think it'll be a lot of fun. She's um, got a lot of life. So, you know, it's going to be really interesting to hear what she has to say. Um, all right. So what did, what did you listen to during the during the hiatus? A lot of um, 90s R&B groups that people don't talk about anymore. Uh, the girls who were put together by I'll Be Sure. And they had one album and two singles, If It's Games You're Playing and Jam Jam If You Can. I fucking love that album. Nobody ever talks about them because they were one album and done. But out of the girls came Terry and Monica, who signed to Epic, and they released two albums on Epic, Sister and Sugar. Sister, the first album, was the more successful of the two, and they had a single called Uh Aha, which I love. And then, uh, you know, the second album, Sugar. So I've been kind of doing that. Ex-Girlfriend, Why Can't You Come Home? The Stacey Francis was in. Stacey Francis is a singer who I've been, came back and maybe went on American Island, different stuff. And she's was in that. And they had a big single called Why Can't You Come Home? Um, just really random shit. And Taylor Swift's reputation for some odd reason. I And I'm not the hugest Taylor Swift fan, but I've revisited that album and probably actually listened to it for the first time, really. And have been really sort of awestruck at paying attention just to, you know, the structure of her songs, the writing, the production, and it's really top-notch on that album. And it's, uh, to me, I like a grown Taylor Swift moment more than, like, the younger Taylor Swift is a great songwriter, but that wasn't really my bag. But I'm really enjoying the writing, so I'm starting to kind of go through her later albums and these re-records, and just listening to her, just paying attention to the production, her writing, and how these songs are structured together, and she, she really is talented. I always well, appreciated starting, her as a business man, a person, but now I'm really appreciating the artist of Taylor well, you're, what you're liking is when she started working with Max Martin. I mean, those yeah. are the pop guys. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, right. she, this is when she started shifting right. from like, you know, the, the alt-right uh, pinup girl into like, I think I want to make pop music, you know? Right. And I think even though she has a country-ish flavoring and twang to her voice, I think she's ultimately a better pop star. Absolutely. Except, except that she can't dance. Yeah. She's the most gawky. She makes Dua Lipa look like Janet Jackson. But I got to tell you, those shows look like spectacular spectacles. And I almost went to see her. Like, I, we were going to go. I was in Baton Rouge. And uh, I was going to go. A friend of mine, uh, he was invited. We got invited to the suite for the 1989 tour. But he was filming a show. And it went into overtime that day. So we didn't get to go to the show. But now that I've looked at that, I'm like, if I have an opportunity to see her, I might have to pop my head into a show and see Taylor Swift and see what it's about. You don't have to worry about inviting me because I could care. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like know, she would be I'm telling you, it's so like, boring. Life. No, it looks like, no, it feels like hell is frozen over because that's something I never could think of myself saying. I'm kind of rocking with these later Taylor Swift moments, but I like her adult music. I'm starting to realize, well, oh. She's also a much okay. more likable person you as know? an adult. She's not being kind of bitchy, which she kind of was, and, and going attacking other women. And, and that fucking, are you ready for it, is hot, though. Like, are you ready for it? See, I got to tell you something, and this is not to be mean. <laughs> Taylor Swift, to me, mm-hmm. 
there is nothing <laughs> remotely sexual about that woman. No, and I know she all. has sex. Yeah, yeah. I know she's having <laughs> but, sex. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't know it. I'm not in the right. room with her, mm-hmm. but I'm going to assume that she has sex. But there is she is the most like <laughs> I, I'm just I like, know. and I I'm know. not saying I am not saying that women have to be sexual. I'm not mm-hmm. saying, but she's just I look at her like, <laughs> what is this word lover? You don't even know what that means. Um, but. That's so shady. No, it's not. You know what I mean? They're just certain people who put out a sexual energy, whether you like right, them. Yes. Listen, yes. I mean, I am not, a, you know, I go hot and cold. That doesn't, that doesn't mean they don't have it. Some people, some people just have that sexuality and sexual, that sexual just, energy just comes out of them. Like, I think it's because she can't dance. I think that's what it is. She can't move. People who can't dance can't, you know this. But I've seen her. She does her white girl dance. It's the hair I'm a she white girl her. and I would never, the, the worst part of every award show for me, bless her heart, was when Taylor Smith started trying Taylor, to dance. Trying to dance in front of Kendrick Lamar. No. I'm like, you can't dance. No, remember Sit when dance? Whitney Houston used to try to dance? Oh, and it would yeah, be like, yeah, it would be like, yeah. like her and I went to see Alicia Keys was oh, like, yeah, okay, and come on, she come had on. choreography. And I was like, why do you keep trying to no. dance? You cannot you know dance. Not for nothing. <laughs> and you know, I love her, but Mary kind of falls into that. Category. Well, no, well, Mary has her own dance. Star, right? Yes. That only she can do. So we love her yeah, for that true. because it's not a classical thing. She's giving you the Mary. It's a New York. She's dancing swagger. like she's at the party. You and know what I'm paying attention. And, yeah. and we're all like, we're here for it, which is why. But don't see anybody it, else. No, do no, it. Anybody, no, don't anybody else do it at all. All right. Well, I was not listening to anybody you could dance to. Oh. Um, no, I. I mean, well, that's. I went back and listened to uh, Sons of Soul, Tony, Tony, Tony. One of my mm-hmm. all-time favorite groups. I just Janet pulled Jackson. their music out recently, oh, the so best. that's funny that you're on that. Vibe. They opened up for Janet Jackson and were asked to leave the tour. <laughs> hmm, I wonder why. And uh, another show, I will tell you about how I helped break up Tony, Tony, Tony. Okay. <laughs> I will take it to my grave. In fact, I may be the only person who thinks that, but that's all that matters. In case you guys haven't noticed. This actual factual shit doesn't play into my ability yeah. to tell a story. Um, I have been listening to because end of the year list. I'm always like, who cares? But certain people's taste, I really do. Uh, so I went back and listened to the Tyler, the creator. Uh, call me if you get lost. He's somebody mm-hmm. that I never paid attention to because I thought he was such a homophobe and such a mm-hmm. sexist pig. Turns out he's gay, but that he can work that out with his therapist um, in terms of why he was so homophobic. Mm-hmm. But he Igor was a great record. And this is a really interesting to call it a rap record. Doesn't do it justice. A really interesting record. We both love Little Sims. Sometimes I might be an introvert. Um, British. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Artist who's getting some play in this country. Um I love grime. I love UK. I mean, to me, it's like I said, joking around. If I'm not going to understand what a rapper's saying, I want to really not understand what a rapper's right. saying. And I do understand some of the references because I watch tons of British television. So I do pick up some of the stuff. You, have you been listening to all of her albums? No, I just listened to the first. I'm going to go back and listen to the first. But I like her. Um, I think she's just really interesting. And I, I, I feel like I may be totally wrong on this, but I feel like the, the women... British rap artists are uh, are allowed 
to, they don't have to lean as much in, as bumping and grinding. They're allowed to be lyricists more. In the I, think that that's a, I think that's a choice some of these girls are making. Cause like, I think Remy Ma said it best with like, nobody wears, or was it MC Life? said nobody wears pants anymore, right? Right. Like all here, all of the female rappers are in like bodysuits and stuff. It's like, we're well, not, I, we're I, not I, seeing that sort of where there are some of the girls who are harder. And I think those ladies need to get some shine too, right? Cause what we're seeing now is just the glamour girls. Well, I, that's what I'm saying. I feel, suit, yeah. I feel like I feel UK, like because they're the, giving you really what's happening in the streets and in the you want to know what's happening. They really give these girls are giving you pop hits and gloss and well the you British know, and, the British rappers are not that yeah, they, they aren't pop savvy but they yeah but they're giving you what's really happening yeah. in their streets and in their neighborhoods. These girls yeah, they are all loaded now and living. They're, they're, it's not that same thing. Yeah, I mean as as. Our friends Barney and Mark from Rocks Back Pages told me, you know, um, if you want to know what's going on in South London, if you want to know what it's like to be a young person in London, you listen to Grime. Yeah. And that's that's all there is. So it's it, but I just think it's a really good record. And I was listening to speaking of English, someone who could only be English because her last name sounds like a Dickens character. Holly, I can't even I, I can't even read my own handwriting. Holly Humblestone. Mm. Yeah. See, you don't have to change your name anymore right. to become a star. Mm-hmm. And she has an EP called The Walls Are Too Thin. That's also the name of her first single. She won the Brit Award for Rising Star. Young woman, 22 years old. Um, she is going to be the opening act for Olivia Rodrigo. When oh, she nice. goes to, which is a coveted. That's an that's amazing a big slot. Spot. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I like that it's two young women. I like that a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Really interesting I think you would be surprised that I really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, she sort of reminds me of Damien Rice without being that depressing. Mm-hmm. Um, a little Beth Orton in the kind oh, of I love com- Beth Orton. combination of the folk and the synth and the poppy. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. It's in very well-written songs. Um, very much a young, younger woman's perspective, but not in that frame of like, you can't be older to get it. Just good. It's an EP, and um, and she her uh, Jules Holland. She did an acoustic version of the walls. Let me put it this way: no, I put Jules it on. Holland. And I, yeah, I love. I, I love put Jules it on. Holland. I put the album on, and mm-hmm. I already had the single. I had it in my head. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that says a lot. I that mean, does. Says, I'll check her out. There's too much in my head to begin with. Um, and if you guys in the U.S. don't know who Jules Holland is, Jules, he's been on the air in the U.K. for a very long years, time. Twenty years, probably. Twenty. Years. I, I think even more than that because he's had various shows. But he's he's a musician and a talk show host. Check out. The Mary J. Blige performance oh. of Someone to Love You on it's Jules spectacular. Holland. It is fucking... No, it's, a, it's chilling. It's him playing the piano, her singing, and it's just... And she, yeah. it's just really, really, really stunning. That's one of my favorite songs yeah. of her. She didn't write yeah. it. It's a country song, yeah. um, actually, but it's great. And I would, no, Jules Holland, I mean, you can find all this stuff on the interwebs. He's on the BBC. He's just great. Former keyboard player for Squeeze and session musician. Mm-hmm. He's just wonderful. Yeah. So 2022 is upon us, which means mm-hmm. that everybody has to give their predictions. And here is what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to us never having to say, why doesn't Rihanna put out new music? Oh my God! Right. <laughs> it's like okay, like she'll do it when she wants to. When she fucking wants to. A watch pot never boils. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> She's making 
oodles and poodles of money making fancy underwear. And she's got gloss. a hot boyfriend. Mm-hmm. She's living her life. She looks amazing. She's a national hero in her home country. Mm-hmm. If she wants to drop an album, she will stop sweating the girl. The end. But when she does drop an album, I'm going to be very We're happy. going to be all here for it. All here for it, no matter what she does. Well, that's not true. That's I think not true. She, she, I think at this true. point, right, listen, <laughs> I don't have any expectation because it's been a very long time. Very long. But time. I do know this because it's been a very long time. It better be good. It better be good. <laughs> it yeah. better be good. Yeah, Don't let this come out and be like, this is my experimental record when I no. decided. To Unless think it's a really good one. If well, she comes yeah. out and does something that's like off. No, I would love off the chain, but you know, sometimes the kids like come back and they come and it's a little too in their head. I would love it if she flipped it. She came back and it was a rock record. I would fucking live. Oh, you know no, what I mean? Great. I she could like, do it. Too. I could look. I'm just she saying. Could do when it. I say experimental, I mean don't go off the rails, but come but surprise, motherfuckers. Don't let it be what everybody thinks. It's I, I think she is super. I I think it's going to be, but I think that basically. Um, we're here. If you're coming with a good music, we're here. But the weekend, yeah. I guess, is the first big drop of he's the, this Friday. Of the year. So I'm excited to see what it's going to be. I know we yeah. rag him a lot on the show, but he's one of the biggest stars in the world. I know. And he does make really great, great. He makes tunes. great music. And he, he really is making really perfect radio hits and pop. No, so let's he makes the kind of music that if you drove a car, I mean, we, we make fun of him and mm-hmm. his stupid Red suits and his mm-hmm. coked out model eyesing non personality, mm-hmm. but blinding lights like you're not humming that all the Star time. Boy, come you on! Know. I mean, he makes great, great pop music. So this will be interesting because in some ways he does have a formula, but in the other ways he does flip it up a lot. Yes. I'd like to see him singing in a different timber. I'm getting yeah. tired, a little tired of the Michael Jackson mm-hmm. falsetto thing. I'd like to see him drop the register right. a little bit. Um, so we shall see. Uh, we shall see. And oh, w- wait, the Golden Glo- Yeah, we're not going to watch it, right? There's no TV yeah, show. We don't have to worry like, about watching it. I don't even it. care. Like, <laughs> what, what, who? what movie? Right. I didn't even see yeah, that movie. What's a movie? Yeah. I know. What's a movie? Um, you oh, I did that- watch Don't Look Up. Did you watch Don't Look Up no, on Netflix? No, there's too much hype. Is it? I know. Everybody says it's great. I really liked it because it's really talking about how everything is today. Really, it's a big commentary on I want to watch that. And I do want to watch... The Year of the Dog. Is that what it's called? The Year of the Gun, the Year of the Dog, the Jane, the one Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, yeah, the Year of Something. It's, it's supposed to be something. very, very good. I do yeah. want to watch that. And I want to watch um, the uh, the new Elena Ferrante movie, the woman who wrote the. Um, I don't know. I want to watch. I just have to get off my British cop shows. Well, I want to watch. Done. Season 796 of oh, RuPaul's Drag Race, which starts Friday. Well, no, you know, Law and Order is coming back, the original show. I know, I know. And Sam is coming back as Jack McCoy. Oh, good. Because he's terrible in the he's terrible in the role. <laughs> he's terrible. He's terrible unless he's like Jack. Oh, he's still going to be DA, right? No. Well, yeah, he's the he's the district attorney. He's Jack right. McCoy. So he's going to leave Martin Sheen in that beach house and come back. No, well, you well the thing is, I think he's going to probably do more than one show. Maybe yeah, filming at different times. I don't know. We'll I just it's it's not Law and Order unless it's Elliot and Olivia. Oh no, wrong show. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So right. who's gonna be who's gonna be the cops? They, they haven't said gonna... yet. They haven't said, but they have to come with new cops. They have no. To. They have to because at the end, um, 
none of the regular guys were, I mean, they were, I mean, Lenny was dead, obviously. Jesse Martin is whatever he's Anthony, doing. Anthony, it was, the last two cops were Anthony Anderson and Jeremy Sisto were the last two. And right. they were good. They were, they were we good. Really, they were really good. I could stand looking at Jeremy Sisto. Let me just say, if they came back, it, it was I Bernard, if it was Bernard and fucking Lupo, that would be amazing. Yeah, that but with Anthony be, Anderson gonna, oh, Blackish is done now. Blackish is done. Yeah. I could live with that. Mm-hmm. I could live with that. I mean, why not? As long as they don't bring back that that horrible woman cop they had, who was the pinup model, who was with the, who would like arrest people with her breasts hanging out. I'm like, no. Uh, everybody hated her. She was horrible. Like, I felt like- <laughs> she was, but she was just horrible. I mean, it's like it was just ridiculous. And and it's going to be LT is going to be there too. Essie Path and Murkerson is going to be back. I don't know. Because yeah, see that she, was she, but she's still on. She's on one of his Chicago shows. She's uh, like uh, Chicago Hope or Chicago uh, something uh, or Chicago. Right. Well, well, we Chicago have to keep, Pia We have to yeah. really Chicago schools or us, <laughs> right? Whatever. Yeah. yeah, you know. All know. right, do what you do, baby. Do what you we do. don't need another hero Thunderdome, but what we do need. <laughs> <laughs> it's for you to listen to us every week on the Pantheon Podcast Every Network. week. Every you know, week. There's over 70 music shows. It's amazing. You should check out all and of And we our- met them at the Christmas yeah. party, and, and they're all really Story cool. Story of a Song Podcast. Like we so like many great them. Yeah, they're really Mistress great. Mistress Carrie. You know She's what I cool. mean? Lots, lots, and lots of really cool people. And uh, you know what to do. Follow us on Facebook. I'm going to let you finish one word. Follow us on Instagram. I'll let you finish in Y. Follow us on Twitter at Finishima. And remember to like, rate, subscribe, tell your friends, pass it on. And uh, we will see you next week. Stay safe. Hi, everybody. Stay safe. Stay safe. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years' experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Long Shots Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. I never thought about space in my cramped apartment, but in this house, all I see is empty space. The sofa and ottoman look like tiny islands in a sea of hardwood floors. I could get two ottomans in the living room, but then I'd need another sofa. I could tell people I'm into minimalism. Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers.